You want to say it? Well, no, I'm just double checking my calendar. Uh, you you like breathed in deep, like to you were check my do calendar the, about your birthday, right? I think we like you were going to do the we big. We should just start the episode like this. We already have on an argument. Yeah. So why don't you just do it for me? Because I'm not going to do it now. Welcome. Thank you to the Black Cast. <laughs> it is uh, Will Sterling over there at Will Sterling underscore. I'm Christian Black at Christian D M Z. Way over on the other end of the desk, the one, the only Captain EO at Jeff Do Ray. Hey. Hey, everybody. See, that's good. That's better. We're working on that. You know, Will, on a recent episode of the Blackcast, you talked about how you were having surgery. Yes. And uh, I think that uh, there's a little bit of concern, I think. People in Blackcast Nation want to make sure you're, you're all right. Oh, so talk yeah. a little bit about what's going on and all what's right wing. coming Don't up. Don't say a single liberal thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting so, what was so, liberal so, surgery. So, well, at, you know, it better not be on your Obamacare. Oh. Are you going to use your Obama phone to I'm, call your Obamacare you, doctor? I am. I am. Uh, I got that free Paul Obama P. Phone. just lost his shit. Yeah. I, yeah. Damn it. Um, I have a genetic thing, I guess, which is called hip impingement. Didn't know this was a thing. Have had like hip tightness and like some moderate like pain for like two and a half years, but I'm just like, ah, it's tendonitis. I've been doing a lot of dance. And I'm like, it's just stretching it, doing stuff. Didn't really ever feel like it was like getting that w much worse. But so I went to get a physical like January 2nd. And the doctor was like, is there anything else bothering you? I was like, well, my hips kind of been weird for like, a couple of years. But like <laughs> a couple of years, like, I don't know. It's just like it was never like debilitating, but it never got better. It just was always like tight. And I just thought that it was like, what's the thing called dancer's hip? Like a different because I was dancing a lot. Yeah. And uh, so he's like, let's take some x-rays. And he's like, oh, yeah, you have hip impingement. And I was like, I don't I don't know what that is. So it's when the bone like the top of your femur that goes into the socket part of the joint, like the ball and socket part of it, the bone, the leg bone, or the hip socket part are either misgrown. So like my leg bone is supposed to be like almost figure eight shaped at the top where it's like a ball and then flares into the middle and then comes out. The top part doesn't flare in, so it's constantly grinding up against the socket part of the hip. Wow. So it's a b bone that's grown abnormally and they have to go in with a little rotoscope thing and shave it down. Damn. And are you going to be out of commission for uh, for a while? Like, for a are you unable of, to walk? A couple or, of weeks. Like, I'll be on a single crutch for like three weeks, I think. That sounds... I have uh, to put together... Jeff, you're part of this. I have to put together a... Uh, hashtag Volunteer team Dave. team Dave. Because it's like, I can't afford to pay everyone, but I yeah. can't walk the dog for like two weeks. I'm so afraid Rachel that and a bunch of friends are like, we'll pop in. I'm going to have to like build a skit, like a calendar. So you'll have to pay people. me in like Dave cuddles. You can do... Listen... Dave I'll, Cuddles. I'll be home. Dave's going to be like, I don't understand why you're here, but you're not walking. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's like, so uh, any, anytime we're going we yeah. to head out there? Why are you not doing this? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, and when's that happening? Monday, April 2nd. So uh, happy Easter, happy April Fool's Day, and <laughs> yeah. bam, you're yeah. going in under the knife. Yeah, nothing says 30. Like, uh, hey, you're well, 30. Hip surgery. That was interesting because you were talking about that, you know, and you were telling your doctor. And I was thinking that, well, because Will's 30, it turns out that it's some kind of genetic thing. When I talked to my doctor, I'm like, yeah, you know, this has kind of been a nagging, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's because you're old. And I'm like... <laughs> Okay. Well, thanks. <laughs> thanks, Doc. You're I, dying. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I mean, we're all dying. We're all dying. Just very slowly, at least uh, uh, hopefully. Begun the dying Hopefully process. it's very, very slow. Uh, and uh, Captain EO there uh, on the other end of the desk, as I mentioned. Uh, now, unbeknownst to even Agent Starling, <laughs> and uh, most of Black Cast Nation don't know this, 
But uh, Captain EO and I had uh, a little disagreement where it was 100% my fault. So here's what happened. And most people didn't hear this. The majority of people did not hear Jeff what happened. Jeff really loved free billboards and you didn't. Uh, it was it was I, Tanya, but same difference. Same difference. Okay. So what happened was I decided to do an episode about the Super Bowl. And I actually, my first thought was like, I don't want to bother Jeff. Yes. So, uh, and I definitely, let's be honest, I was not going to ask Ken. Like Ken, Ken I, would have not taken your call. Yeah, I, yeah. I look. I got it. Yeah, and in fact, after the end of the Super Bowl, maybe Jeff can laugh about it now. As soon as the game ended, I texted Will. Ken just called in sick. So, <laughs> I absolutely uh, laughed. Yeah, and uh, you know, I didn't put you on that chain because I'm like, you know what? That's a real moment for you. That's yeah. like, yeah, that, that's this point. So uh, I was doing it, and I was just like, oh, I did, you know, and I, I thought like, I don't want to talk to Jeff about the game. And I'd seen a post that you had on Facebook where, to me, I was just like, that's a very different perspective than I'd heard from other people. People. So I decided not to ask you. I thought, I was like, oh, let me ask Jeff if he wants me to read it. I'm like, let me just not bother him. And then I read it. But then I guess the context and where I read it, it made it seem like I was making fun of the way you felt. And to me, it probably was in the way I read it. You probably read it, it. on the podcast. On the podcast with okay. Salmon which and Jason Blair. Great. So there we were. And I was like, <laughs> oh, you know, here's something from Jeff because Jeff's not here. Let me read this thing. Uh, and the part that did bother you that I didn't even think about might possibly was I jokingly said... Uh, Coltrane and Captain EO aren't available. I, I didn't actually ask Jeff to talk. So you wait, you're telling me you actually listened to our well, to the podcast? First of all, that I, was I, I actually and, do. And by the way, wrapped, <laughs> wrapped up I in all I even episodes. listened to episodes that I'm on. Oh yeah, my God. but uh, so wrapped up in all of this, and we'll get to it, me feeling bad is and you actually listen to the fucking podcast. So <laughs> I'm like putting you in a situation wow, where I never would have known. You could have been like, that Agent Sterling's a real cocksucker. And that's like, most episodes, none by the, the way. Yeah. None the wiser. The majority yeah. of the episodes. That's I'm even, on, that's what you that's say even in the last Jedi episode, because I knew you wouldn't listen to it, even though I sent you the link <laughs> to try to make go it back, easy. I gotta go back that's to all right. It. Maybe we'll talk about it. Maybe I listened to the Tommy Wiseau episode. Well, because it's all <laughs> it's your fucking story. <laughs> you listened to it because you. I saw you. I listened to the All About EO episode. Episode? Well, like nine months after okay. you recorded yeah, it. Saying, how long did I have to beg him to listen <laughs> to that? And the Tommy Wiseau episode, you listened to because I saw you badly explaining the story yeah. on Facebook. You were like, you know, you're leaving too much out. You oh. just, just listen to it. And you did. On Facebook. Or Twitter. Twitter maybe, it was Twitter. Yeah. Hey, what's the difference? Aren't they the same thing? <laughs> anyway, so uh, I immediately apologized to Jeff and I took it out of the episode. It's it uh, made it a minute and fifteen seconds shorter. It was it was actually very brief. People who listened to it on like the first couple hours probably heard it, probably don't even remember it. Yeah. Uh, but anybody who listened after it, it wasn't there. It didn't it didn't derail the conversation at all. But I did feel really bad because one, you listen to the podcast. Two, you spend so much of your time doing stuff with the podcast, for the podcast. Hey, hey, read these hundred comics. Do you mind? And, you know, granted, that's something that you're at least somewhat interested in. So uh, I want to publicly apologize to Captain EO <laughs> for not checking in with you about that, but also uh, wanted to uh, give you the forum to uh, to respond to what some people may have heard and most didn't. But uh, give me your thoughts when you heard that. I, I know you were angry. Well, yeah, it was, it was definitely one of those kind of confluence of events. I was straight up pulling an Ozymandias in that I was forcing myself to read and watch all the like horrible things that happened after that game. Yeah. Like, wow, was, yeah, because it and I literally like woke up the next morning. I couldn't sleep because I was just angry. Like, I woke up 
just mad because yeah. I and I couldn't that, sleep any longer. I'll interrupt for a second. That's a different, completely different way to handle. So I was at in 2015. I was at the game. The Mets were eliminated from the World Series. I uh, looked down. I didn't want to see the field. I just watched my feet as I left, and uh, I didn't turn on sports radio for like six months. Dang. I was just like, nope. Uh, I don't need to hear what everybody else thinks. I know why we lost, and I don't need to hear it. Uh, there's something that. Seems like it's more cathartic to do what you did, but it also sounds like it reached a fever pitch for you. It did in some ways, where it was like, um, it was hard because that the, you know, not to get too into the game because it's past and I, I like the emotions have long since abated. Yeah, uh, that was a really tough game to swallow for a couple of reasons. One, you lost the Super Bowl. That's a fucking horrible yeah. feeling. I had somebody say to me, uh, it was Natasha's like stepmom said to me something like. Yeah, but you guys have won so many. And I was like, it doesn't make yeah. it any easier to lose the Super Bowl. Like, are you stupid? Do you think it's fun losing a championship game? And that's why it's like, if we had lost last year against Atlanta, I was literally about to ask you that. I would have been sad, but I would have been like, we got our asses handed if to us. If you were getting blown out at halftime and it just continued in the second half, you'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah we, we did not we didn't come have prepared. That <laughs> the, the part that made that game so tough for me was that I felt like there were some decisions that went in that game that were just like felt like they were straight up against my team for no other reason than that it was that everybody wanted to see us lose. And so it's just like uh, the second touchdown that happened in that game, the the last one that people the trip over one, that was a touchdown. There's no fucking question about that. Right. I, I that's that not the one. See, I actually thought that was the, ball, the one. You were the ball popped out. Yeah, where it popped out. That was yeah. total touchdown because he was clearly a runner and he fell like over the goal line. That was fine. The one where the guy has clearly stepped all the way out of bounds before fully maintaining yeah. control of the ball was called not a touchdown all season. Controversial, maybe. But the time to change that is after the season, not the championship I game. definitely agree. And, and that one is a lot more questionable and to the extent that you're saying wrong. You know, but the so you're not at, even in the heat of the anger, you weren't saying like that one where the where he became a runner and you've know, tripped into it. that one. You're like, no, well, that's a touchdown. Yeah, that yeah. one I knew was a touchdown yeah. when it happened. It was the first one that when Natasha, who doesn't watch football, right. was like that wasn't a touchdown. He was bobbling it going out of bounds. When it happened, like not during a replay, she saw it live in like game speed and could tell it was not a touchdown. And they couldn't figure it out on replay when the like even the commentators are like, that's blatantly him bobbling yeah. the ball going out of bounds. That was just like that felt to me. And and this is like, you know, making personal things out of stuff that it, it isn't like the the league and the refs in that moment were caving to everybody bitching and moaning all season long about those plays. You don't like those plays. You you think that it should be a touchdown because he was kind of holding the ball as he goes out. Fine, change the rule. I'm fine with that. I I'm fine with them changing the rule going into next year and making all of those touchdowns, all those plays that went uh, our way over the course of the season where they were like ruled against us could have been touchdowns and that would have been okay next year. Yeah, you. Do, I mean, and I think other leagues are a lot more diligent about this. You know, MLB doesn't have rule changes, especially not like. Well, I mean, things like replay they did, but you know, when it's actual like rule changes, is like, well, sorry, but this is the rule. Maybe next year, you yeah. know. And they and they have changed things, you know, with. Uh, I can't remember the example, but I remember specific plays in the postseason where the next year things changed, but it's like, yeah, but that it's completely legal. You know, I think yeah. it was like takedown slides and things like that. It's just for yeah. sure. This is the only way I can relate to this conversation sure. right now. It's like asshole voters 
who are like, well, I'm going to just vote for a third-party candidate or not vote at all because I don't believe in the system. It's like you, the, the day of voting is not the time to change the yeah. system. Like then after the election, you're like, well, we should work to make this a little different in the future. You don't get to be like, well, it didn't go my way, so fucking, well, nah, nah. No, I mean, look, there are people who are very proud of their Ralph Nader and Jill Stein votes, so fucking, good for them. What's, his, what's that dude's yeah. name from this one? Gary Johnson? Gary yep. Johnson, sure, yeah. That's fucking Gary Johnson. Um, <laughs> and then anyway. Final, final thought, like, uh, specific to the game, was the very final play, You, if you watch the pause video of any yeah. replay, the Eagles player has his hand Fully around, holding down Gronkowski by the collar. That's a pass interference 100 out of 100 times. I understand it's the last play of the Super Bowl. I understand that most of the times you tell the refs, like, oh, just let them play. But when that play could have literally changed the outcome and only to send us to overtime, not won us the game guaranteed in any way, call the fucking flag. It, it was there. Do you think if it happens with, like... I don't know, 10 seconds left or with a timeout, they're more likely to call it. Was it because it was the last play? Mm -hmm. I'm like, ah, it's zero. They, Come on. They're basically, uh, and they've said this, they've as much as said this, not about that play, but about plays like that in the past, where they're like, when it's the final seconds and it's like a Hail Mary like that, it's not worth it to like delay the end of the game. But it's yeah. like, uh, yeah, it is, because that literally could have been changed the outcome of the game. And yeah. I think, frankly, if we score there, send it to overtime and still lose, is that not an incredibly exciting game for everybody? Like, yeah. more so even than the already incredible and exciting game that happened? Look, I don't love the New England Patriots, but last year's Super Bowl, where they did come back and there was the overtime, I'm like, that was amazing. That's one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. To be down like that and figure out a way to do it, I'm like, that's why the Patriots are who the Patriots are. You know, I mean, they have... A, five Super Bowls. I just want to make sure mm -hmm. I say the right number. Yep. Yeah. So they have five Super Bowls. And it's like, yeah, but every year they're in the AFC Championship game. And the reason why is look what they can do and even in that situation. So as the game is ending, uh, you know, not that final second, I'm just like, all right, but there's still plenty of time on the clock. This will be interesting to see how the Patriots do this because yeah. that's what they do, you know? If the, uh, I think the the big thing where the Eagles, if, if there was a moment to me where the Eagles won the game at that end of the game, like barring all the stuff that I feel was a little controversial, that uh, strip sack by Brandon Ingram, that, or Brandon Graham, that was fucking huge. That was a great play by them. That was them winning the game uh, for in, in a lot of ways. The first time, I believe that was the first time there had been a sack all yeah, game. All game. Either quarterback. Yeah. Tom Brady broke his own record for passing yards that he set last Super Bowl right. in this Super Bowl and lost. Yeah. He, oh, the, the record for most uh, passing yards like in a game, any game, is like 500-something. And he right. threw for 500 yards in the Super Bowl. <laughs> So, like, it, if anybody thought that that game diminished his legacy or made me, like, upset because I was like, oh, now we're losers. No. Yeah. That was a great season by my team. Shitty game by our defense. Great season by our team. Great game and, in a lot of and ways. And your guy had you in it until the clock hit Absolutely. zero. You know? And, and so that's it, crazy to still be in it, you know, year after year. Always be in it. Incredibly exciting. Tough, tough pill to swallow. Um, and I think because of all those things that just made it feel a little cheapened, and because, like, if you live in a place like L.A. or just in general anywhere other than Boston and you're a fan of a team like the Patriots, just like I think for a while, maybe in the late 90s, it was like being a fan of the Yankees. Yeah. People just – it has nothing to do with what they like, what they know. They just want to take a shit on you. They want to take pot shots. It's like, oh, you just lost the Super Bowl. Time for me to pile on. And yeah. it's like, you don't know me. Like, I'm ready to punch you in the face. Why are you saying these things to me? And it's interesting living in Los Angeles because one of those teams in the rest of the country would be the Lakers. Mm -hmm. You know, people. 
people, you know, got tired of the Lakers. And you know what? Well, the Lakers got tired of the Lakers, so they are where they are now. But at the same time, you know who's not, you know who's not tired of the Lakers? Norm Pattis. Still there. Still Court there. Side courtside, courtside entertainment. Court show you that ring. Yep. The majority of the country was like, yeah, I don't, I don't need to see the Patriots win. You would talk to some people who weren't Patriots fans. They're like, kind of cool to see them win six, you know? But for the most part, it was like, yeah, let's just see something different. Philly doesn't have one. Mm -hmm. So you're putting yourself through the ringer. Like, were you reading, like, Philly media? What were you reading? I didn't read, like, Philly media, and I didn't try to watch any Philly celebration destruction. Right. Because it, <laughs> been... it was celebration destruction. That's yeah, what it was. Way. And it's, look, being from Boston, I know plenty of people from Philadelphia. I went to school with, like, a good amount of people from Philadelphia. And, like, this isn't me trying to get into something. Like, they're assholes. Like, most all the people I know from Philadelphia with, like, very couple um, – I can think of literally one exception. Rocky Balboa. Of actual yeah. human beings that yeah. I know. Oh, oh he, he doesn't know him. Actual uh, human being, I, but he yeah. doesn't know him. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. know him. Are, uh, like, dicks. Like, straight-up humongous assholes. J proud of the fact – like, this is a literal story – that happened while I was in college, and a, my friend from Philadelphia was proud of it. A Flyers fan barfing on a child because oh. they were wearing, like, a Jersey Devils shirt or something. Now, you mentioned that, I think, when we were talking with Ken uh, before the Super Bowl. I don't think I realized that that was something that actually happened while you were with I thought it was just like, you know, you hear stories. I didn't realize you saw that. Yeah, um, I, have a, I have a friend. My friend Andrew is a, a big Philly fan all across the board. And I brought him to a Phillies Mets game once, and I was like, what happened to him? Like just now, as soon as we walked into the stadium, I'm like, I want to go sit somewhere not next to him, but then that's just rude. And I'm like, I'm not embarrassed, but I'm scared. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm 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 a little frightened. And yeah, I think that you could, look. And there's fans of every. We've talked about this before. Fans of every team, there are going to be that contingent. Mm -hmm. It's just you feel like when you break up the pie chart, it's. A little bit larger for, and I'm just saying not Phillies, Eagles. I'm just saying overall Philly sports fans mm -hmm. in general. There are a lot of those people that you will encounter oh, in your sure. life. There are dick sports fans like everywhere to be sure, but are there internet videos of literally during the NFC Championship game, Eagles fans throwing full beer cans or at uh, yeah, Vikings fans Vikings, just yeah. trying to walk into the stadium yeah. this year? Yeah. That's what you did just now, <laughs> yeah. and you think you deserve a Super Bowl title? Like, fuck you. Yeah, you don't are, deserve it. You want are, it. You don't deserve people it. People in Philly are tired of the story about them throwing snowballs at Santa Claus because it was a long time ago. Great. Like Jeff said, you're throwing full cans of beer because they had on Vikings jerseys. Uh, and as I've said before, you know, I have – for baseball, I've worn other teams' uh, colors into a stadium. I feel like it's all right. Um, I would never do that uh, in uh, for the NFL. I certainly wouldn't do it in Philadelphia. Uh, good for them that they thought mm -hmm. that they could, you, know, you should be able to. In a lot of cities, you can. Uh, Philly's not one of those cities. I have worn Mets stuff to the to Philly's game now that it's not the vet and it's actually expensive to get into the ballpark. But mm -hmm. when you know, it was like $8 a ticket, no, I don't think I would have done that. My favorite was uh, somebody commenting on my like stupid Facebook post where it was like, oh, yeah, well, like, Boston fans, like, you know, rioted in 2004 after the Red Sox won. And I was like, oh, yeah, you should really hold my feet to the fire <laughs> for that thing that happened while I was a child. <laughs> Like, it, over, fi like, 15 years ago. And it's solitary. Versus what's happening right now. 
yeah, and, in this city. <laughs> and I did. I do remember from that post where there there were people like trying to make points, and you're like, no one cares what you think, <laughs> which I thought was funny. So, all right, so you're going through all this media, yeah. and I guess you decide that that includes like I'm going to listen to the Black Cast. I wanted to hear what you guys had to say, and then when I heard part of it was I was really looking for something to help me accept what happened. Right. I was looking for some perspective from a, a fan of the opposing team or my team that would give me something that I could hold on to to not just be pissed off about what had happened. Yeah. That wasn't uh, anything that came up in the podcast. No, we did not do that. Uh, we we had on, you know, I mean, I, I mean, Sal essentially is a Giants fan, but I don't think he's that invested in it. And uh, Jason Blair was just excited because he's an Indianapolis fan. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest, you have gone on record about Indianapolis. So he I've thought given that, him plenty of shit over the Colts, yeah. which is which sucks. I I will say this for him. I'm sorry that um, you got reneged on by Josh McDaniels. I do see how that sucks and kind of like hurt your franchise. That is pretty shitty, yeah. But also, fuck you guys. Cause, <laughs> no, because because why do you think that we owe you our coach right. when you're the franchise that went out of your way to create a huge scandal about us that was, for most people who use science, proven to be bullshit, but we still like suffered a bunch of uh, did consequences they, did they for lose- Draft picks for that, draft and, picks and Brady of had dollars. to sit for four weeks. Brady or? was suspended, like yeah. a bunch of stuff. Both the organization and our key players were all consequent because of the Colts. And this is how like spineless and gutless that organization is. Happy for its fans. Happy for its be like its fans and people. They're fine. That as an organization, if you want to hold that as some kind of crown jewel of something to be proud of, you mean the team that ran away in the middle of the night from Baltimore? That's the team that, that you're gonna give shit <laughs> to a coach who who reneged on you. Oh, the team whose owner has been busted DUI multiple times, even though he's a billionaire. So absolutely, you can hire somebody to drive him from place to place. That's the team that you that, think that has would some be the moral one. high ground over <laughs> us. Go fuck yourself. Like you're so wrong and dumb. Oh, the team who claims that Edwin Jack, uh, James, a linebacker from your team, is the one who felt the balls were deflated, and he has come on record as being like, I never said that, had nothing <laughs> to do with that, and the organization has made no effort to put out the, or to, to extinguish that rumor. Yeah. They just were like, yeah, we'll let all the blame be on him. Exactly. So, but the Colts, they're a great organization. You still feel the same way about the Colts. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so Jason was having a little bit a uh, little bit of fun about that, and Sal and I, we were just, uh, we were just trying to be – just trying to make jokes, and what I didn't intend to do was do anything at your expense. And like I said, when I texted you, I was like, I knew I should have asked you, but then I didn't want to bother you. And I didn't feel like it was going to be a big deal, but it it uh, even, you know, now we're good because you're here now. Yeah. But in that moment, I was like, well, shit, I wouldn't do the podcast anymore if I were him, <laughs> you know? I was like, I think, so a lot of it was just how I was feeling, which is... Y- I was already upset in all these ways, and just in my life right now, I'm overly isolated, right? Like, because I don't, I don't do enough stuff during the day. To, I don't have uh, work most of the time. I did last week; that was awesome. But uh, uh, to to get out there, so I spend a lot too much time with my own thoughts, right? Right, and that I mean, I, I've certainly had stretches in my life where I've done that, and that's like, yeah, you're just in there for too long. You, you gotta, you gotta oh, get yeah. out of your own head sometimes. Sure. And so stuff just festers. So it was like, I heard the podcast, and then it was like, my immediate feeling was like, I felt like I was. <laughs> so I, I, if he ever heard this, I, I apologize 
because it seems crazy, but like I felt like I was getting represented like Ken in that like I was gonna throw a big hissy fit and be right. upset that the that we had lost and like I would refuse to talk about it and all these things. And it's like I was devastated, but I would have showed up for work the I, next day. Right. But if I had asked you to come on that show with Jason and Sal, would you have been like, nah, I'm just not in the mood? Or would you have been like, sure, I'll talk about it? I I, I literally didn't want to ask you yeah. because I was just like, you know, who wants to who wants to send that text? Like, hey, uh, game suck. Do you want to talk about it? You know, so I I think I would have I would have talked about it because I would have probably like vented. Probably would have helped you feel better. But I, again, I was just like I figured it was yeah, the last thing. No, I I appreciated that sentiment. I just I think like I took it personally because I felt like <laughs> it basically harkened me back to like junior high, and I felt like my friends had like uh, you know pulled a fast one on me and decided to like you know uh, humiliate me in front of the whole school yeah. that's how it felt even though that wasn't what it was at all even though uh, there's a lot more people in your school than listen to the podcast yeah, absolutely <laughs> uh, and so it was just like what the fuck happened so I was just really mad about it but it was like as soon as I sent the text about like how mad I was yeah. and you apologized all the anger immediately abated because like all I really wanted to know is that you didn't like think I was some asshole right. and just like wanted to take a big shit on me in secret when you thought I yeah. wouldn't hear it. All all this time <laughs> where I'm just like, yeah, you know, I'll go I'll go to the movies with Jeff. I guess I'll have him on the podcast, but uh boy, I wish there was somebody else. I guess I'll settle for Jeff. No, and <laughs> I did feel bad. And it's funny, I was I was literally I was in the studio we're in right now about to do we block tape the the South Park after show when it's the off season. So it's literally about to do four South Parks. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Oh, and I like very quickly, I'm like, let me write back to him uh, before we go on. So like e between each show, I was like, and, you know, but I'm glad we got through all of that. And uh, there was good healing. And I made good on it. Was, I immediately was like, I'm going to go home. I went home. I did it at like midnight. I, I knew exactly how to where to take that out. You'd be proud of my editing that I took it out. <laughs> it didn't sound like it. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I know, I'm sure that uh, Jason Blair listened to it right away uh, because he likes to hear himself and he actually felt like he was talking over us too much. And I'm like, dude, you're on Skype. That happens every time we have a Skype call. Yeah. It's There's no way around it. Uh, so he's one of the few people who I know did hear it. And uh, I don't know, in the moment it didn't feel wrong, but uh, as soon as I got the text, I'm like, all right, well, that was bad judgment. And I try not to use bad judgment, uh, especially Especially when it comes to people that I consider friends and people who give their valuable time to do something that's, re let's be honest, the Black Cast is a hobby. It's one that I enjoy and hopefully other people enjoy listening to. But, you know, it's just something we do for fun and it should always be fun. And the idea that it, it uh, you know, was something less than fun, I felt uh, very bad about. Now, if I'd upset Will, I would have been like, well, fuck it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I would have been. I care like, so much about sports. I would have been like, well, no, but, it, you know, if it had been like, it really hurt my feelings what you said about Batman the Animated Series, I'd be like, yeah, walk it off. No, no. <laughs> You'll be fine. Honestly, you couldn't hurt my feelings about what you said about Batman the Animated Series because if you said something bad about it, you would unequivocally be in the wrong. <laughs> like, everyone listening would be like, Christian, you're wrong about this. No, but what I'm going to say about it is that Wolverine's not on it. That's, it's, that doesn't even make sense. He's on the. He's I'm on, telling you, there's nothing you could say that's bad about Batman he's, the Animated he's Series. On the anyone would take you seriously. Wolverine's on the better animated series, the X Men animated series. Don't. Come on. I mean, Batman's like number it's three. Lazy, it's like number three. Because it's it goes X Men, Spider Man, Batman, Superman. Those are the the four '90s animated series. That's the the order, the hierarchy for which for awesomeness. Okay. Did did Batman have a special tie-in with Pizza Hut? I'm not even like invested in this at all because it's fake. 
Fake, fake, is this fake news? Fake news. Fake this, news. Is, this is Batman Beyond. <laughs> Batman Beyond uninteresting. All right. Well, I nobody, know. Uh, nobody also, knows more about Batman the Animated Series than me, okay? Call back to last episode. So this will be super hey, funny for everybody two listening. Episodes two episodes a few ago. episodes ago. Yeah. yeah. Past, present, future <laughs> yeah. hour. So much better if Bob Kane had just stolen the winnings from <laughs> Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I'll just give these to uh, Bill. Give these to <laughs> Bill. Bill Finger. Uh, Bill I, gave, Finger. I gave Bill the old I finger. I remember Bill if it was, Finger. Bill, who had won or had placed the bet, and then Bob was just like, "I'll take that." <laughs> uh, you know, that reminds me of the Bill Finger documentary on Hulu. And I remember about a month ago, Jeff, you wanted to talk about "Too Funny to Fail," the Dana oh, yeah. Carvey show. So good. Have you seen the documentary I have about not. that? Are you aware of the Dana Carvey show that was? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, but Jeff was telling me about this last so time we were I, I want, and I talked about this a, a little while ago on the podcast, but I wanted to give you a chance to talk about it because you were discovering something that you didn't know about. Yeah. I watched the Dana Carvey show in prime time. I believe all four or five episodes that actually aired. Actually, it was more than that. Uh, all the ones on the DVD did not air, uh, but um, the majority of them did. So it was on for like 10, maybe. Anyway, uh, and I thought it was a funny show in the moment. But when you watch it now, talk about some of the amazing things about the Dana Carvey show. It's, I mean, to to see it now with all this hindsight perspective, you you understand the title, Too Funny to Fail. It's just basically filled with some of the biggest stars and comedians of our current times but like 20 years before their time. Yeah. Steve, Steve Carell. Yeah, Steve Carell and um, Stephen Colbert were basically like cast from Twin Cities as like complete nobodies. Um, obviously, Dana Carvey was like leading it. And then he was like, oh, well, let me bring this like weird 29-year-old to run my show named Louis C.K. Yeah, who had been a Conan writer. And I think he wrote for Chris Rock before that, but that might have, mm-hmm. actually, no, he wrote for Chris Rock after the Chris Rock show on HBO after that. But he had basically been a Conan writer. Uh, uh, and I think Smigel, Noah Baumbach. Y- yeah, and Smigel and was Smigel. there doing the cartoons, uh, and you know he was known a little bit because he did some on-camera stuff on SNL. But uh, you know it's it's just insane the what they assembled. The too funny to fail uh, failed uh, spectacularly, actually. Oh yeah, it was like well the, they they make a great point in the uh, documentary where there's like. They went out with one of their or their very first sketch was basically where the show went wrong and they, yes. they talk about it. It's a really weird sketch. I won't like even mess it up for you. But uh, there's a they quote Louis C.K. as having said like this is great because it really lets you know you're, you're either like with us or you're against us, which is something a show should like never do with yeah. its first sketch. With its first sketch. <laughs> It's it's a sketch where Bill Clinton is like breastfeeding breastfeeding kittens, kittens. and dogs. Yeah, he's just got like it's so I it's Dana Carvey yeah. with like a prosthetic like eight nipples and he's it, they're lactating and he's like getting little kitties and puppies to like lick these like rubber nipples on him. It's just real weird, like straight and, weird and not <laughs> good for prime time it's, right after Home Improvement. Yeah, it's, it's the n- scene out of uh, Last Jedi times ten. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that fucking scene. Yeah, that's the one thing I could. Done without him last Jedi. The only thing you could have done without in Last Jedi yeah, is, actually, is, yeah. is Luke milking yeah. that thing. Mm-hmm. So everything else was perfect. Everything else was great. Lord Dern. Much, much I could have used with anything uh, from Rogue One or Force Awakens. I, that's fine, but I'm just talking about in terms of. They last needed Jedi. a character who well, had to exist to be created and killed in the same movie mm-hmm. to sacrifice themselves for some greater thematic point. They sure. invented her on purpose so they could kill yeah, her. Let's go ahead that's and why she comes with a halo over her head. <laughs> let's go ahead and kill Admiral Akbar off camera. Who so cares? that we can introduce it. Who cares? It's been I care. Forever. What fucking good was Admiral Akbar to do besides being like, it's a, it's a trap! <laughs> if it was a trap, he would have let you know. It's anyway. A character. It's fine. He wasn't like fucking killing Han Solo or Luke Skywalker. Well, they did. Well, they did one. Well, they did both of those. Both. Yeah. <sighs> fucking movies. Anyway. 
Um, we'll talk more about that. Maybe making that movie was the thing that drove what's her face to to her end. You don't know. He could have killed Carrie all, Fisher. Kill, he'll kill everybody. So you think the movie it's killed Carrie for Fisher? I'm pretty sure. You know, forty years of cocaine killed yeah, Carrie Fisher. If I had to guess, it's I'm just just a hunch. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's like, no, I like Will's theory better. Yep. Uh, yeah, so that's that's a great t- and it's funny because getting back to the too funny to fail documentary, it's like that's the great thing about all these streaming services. There's so much stuff like that. You're like, wait, there's a whole documentary about this thing that I don't know about. Mm-hmm. There's great music documentaries, comedy documentaries, and there's so many comedy specials. I don't. I mean, I don't there's know how so these. So many comedy. There's specials. so many that I want to legitimately like. Chappelle's got three or four of them now. Three, yeah. Four essentially. Yeah. Uh, there are two releases of like two yeah. episodes. Essentially, the first two were really really good. The first of the second two is pretty good. The fourth of the new two is like just straight political talk. So uh, it's got its merits, but, but it's, it's not. a lot less funny yeah. than like straight. And Chappelle. I've heard that uh, Chris Rock's new one, Tambourine, is great. Nah. I, it's not. I saw it. It was funny, but it was like. I it's mean, not like bring the so pain yeah, level. To, to yeah. me, like if you're going to talk about a Chris Rock stand up, it's got to live up to his old stand ups. And it's not. It's not. He doesn't come out with nearly the same energy. Right. So, all right. Well, I'll still watch it at some point. You know, I gotta, I gotta find time. Gotta find time to watch mm-hmm. all this stuff. That's the thing. There's so much stuff to watch. And Fred Armisen, uh, stand up for drummers on Netflix. Oh, I saw like a. It's like really, a thing. He straight up just plays drums, like a bunch of different drums. It's really interesting. Wait, what? Yeah. Wait, because he's like a drummer. No, so yeah, I know he is. He yeah. legit goes through like the history of drumming in a in a set where it's basically like he's got a shitload of kits, one from like each decade essentially, and how they evolved. And he goes through and like will play in the style of Doesn't that. He talk. Yeah, he talks. He tells jokes. He makes like drumming jokes. What? Sure, he does. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's weird. So it's funny. it's a weird, but it's funny. He's a weird it's, guy. It's interesting. I mean, he's, he's very funny. It's I mean. interesting just for this for the like history lessons on drums. Yeah. quite frankly, like is. And it's short because it's, it's a, a stand-up. Is it like 45 minutes? You know, it's it's probably like an hour. No. It's clever, though. It's a good way to take the medium and do something different with it. I like that, yeah. I mean, he's definitely one of those guys who... Kind of combining a double yeah. passion, right? Get get your stand-up out there while really just kind of discussing and playing drums, drums, which drumming. is what you really want to do. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I, as I was alluding to, I don't have a lot of time for uh, watching a lot of the stuff. Uh, you know, Will, you'll be disappointed in finding out just how many episodes of uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I've watched in the last month or so, mostly because of Marvel TV Weekly that you I host. To. I feel obligated to. Yeah. Um, and I finished The Punisher. You finished The Punisher. Hey, yeah. wow. See, look at that. We can talk about The Punisher the rest of the show. Maybe. Billy Russo. Billy Russo. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't had no idea that that was who that was. Right. Jigsaw. That was cool, right? I, yeah, I had seen Warzone, but I don't know if they mentioned his name, and I hated that movie so much that I kind it's of blocked not, it out of my it's mind. It's not. Oh, you don't want to watch people's heads explode in a goo? Why? I kind of do. Yeah. They. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, well, maybe we'll talk about uh, Punisher. Just the point that I was going to make yes. is just limited time. But the things uh, that you things, have to watch. The things I have to watch, and then the things I want to watch. <laughs> and uh, Agents of Shield will tell interesting stories. Uh, that'll go over like an eight episode arc that if it was four or five episodes would actually have been like, oh, that was really good. Yeah. And you're like, oh man, this like alternate reality where Hydra is in charge and, uh, you know, this android character is, is Madam Hydra and Fitz is her right hand man. That was really cool for the first few weeks. Yeah. And uh, they brought back characters who died on the show because it's, and I was just like, so can this end? And you know how it ends? Fucking Ghost Rider. So at least right. I was I was repaid. So yeah. that's how he Ghost came Rider back. Was in the show? He, oh, he Ghost came. Rider came back. He'd already been on the show. Okay. And I stopped as soon as Ghost Rider was out. He's the first eight episodes of season four, and I was like, "Well, there's no more Ghost Rider. I'm kind of out." 
Okay. And then I had to catch up on, I think it was at one point uh, 20, I had to catch up on like a season's worth. It was like 22 episodes yeah. between that season and the current season. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is one of those shows where I'm like, I kind of want to know the story of what happened, but I don't want to spend don't all that time watching yeah. all that yeah. shit. Because I know you're just going to have a bunch of filler bullshit episodes because you needed 26 when you only it's had 20, like... It's 22, but yeah, it's yeah. the same. It's literally what you're saying. If As, as a 13-episode series, it would be better, but they're not going to spend that much money. Now they're uh, going through an arc where they're in space in the future and it's so different than the show's been I'm like this is interesting it's different it's not you know some of the same things that they've done before but at the same time you've been doing it for 10 episodes now so wow. you know let's uh, move have on have you seen that Altered Carbon show I have not seen that I hear it's good I've heard yeah I've heard it's good it's good I've loved Joel Kinnaman I've liked him for a long yeah, time yeah he's really good it's um it's kind of like Blade Runner meets um I don't know if you ever saw like one of those sci-fi shows on Fox I can't think of what it was called it had um Carl Urban oh, and um, yeah, the Buddy Cop one with yeah, the robot. Yeah. Kind of like that, that in, show. in that. Yeah, almost, not almost human. Yeah, it was something like almost something human. Like oh, it was. Yeah. I think that might have been what it's called. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember. I, I TiVo'd the entire first season of that show, and I was yeah. like, I'll get around to watching it, and then it got canceled. So I was like, all right, so I deleted it. It was cool. Worth doing that because you don't want to. I liked it. It was yeah. one of those shows that draws you in, and then immediately gets canceled, and you're like, oh, go fuck yourself. Yeah, like, that sucks. Yeah, so and I love Carl Urban. And it's always like a show that could have gone a second season if it wasn't expensive. Yeah, you know what right. I mean? Like a future show with a robot. You know, fuck, it's gonna yeah. go. It's already it's already yeah. too expensive. So I, you know, I've got demands on my time uh, from things that I need to watch, things that I want to watch, and. Look, I really enjoyed uh, Runaways on Hulu. I thought that was a great yeah. Marvel show. Did you see that, Jeff? Yep. Yeah, I thought that was really well done. And it was just, I think that the kids were cast really well. And if it wasn't, it mm -hmm. would have been very difficult to sit through. The one thing that I'll say about that show, not that it's a gripe at all, but uh, I just thought about it again because of Black Panther, is wearing gauntlets, gauntlets is not a power. It's not yeah. interesting. It doesn't make you a cool character. Yeah. So you like these things on your hand. The sister wasn't cool because she wore the gauntlets. She was cool because she knew how to, like, like invent all that tech. Yeah. And the the stupid lacrosse kids yeah. in Runaways isn't cool or superhero because he wears fucking gauntlets. Yeah. They're gauntlets. Yeah. You're a gun is better. A gun is better gun every is better. time. That's true. And, you, and it doesn't take both your hands, so you can have a second one to do other things <laughs> with, you fucking jerk. <laughs> uh, so I, I think that, you know, I'll watch things like that because I actually enjoy them. I think one thing that helped Runaways was that it was one episode a week, and yeah. I wasn't like, oh my god, like I'm about to be buried under Jessica Jones. That oh, sounds yeah. dirty, Ooh, but that's not what it. I meant. <laughs> not that I'm not looking forward to the show, it's just like... It, it's a lot. You Kristen know? Ritter, I hardly know her. <laughs> that's beautiful. Wow. I have, to, I have to remember that that's the title of the episode yeah. when this gets posted. Anyway, so, and again, there's also, believe it or not, you don't have as much time as you think you would when you have two kids. Because mm. I had one kid, and I feel like we had it down, and it is not double the workload. It's not just like, oh, just twice as hard. No, it's like exponentially much worse. Right now, we talked about Jason Blair before. He's laughing hysterically because yeah. he had triplets. Three, so, same yeah. time. So three at the same time. So I don't know what that's like, but I know going from one to two was like, oh, this is really a lot. And yeah. this past weekend, we did potty training, like hardcore potty oh, training. Boy. Like day one, you don't wear pants. Yeah. And uh, oh, You got a little just half-naked kid running around the house? Running around the house, yeah. So you just peeing on stuff? Uh, only, only <laughs> Only like once in the hallway, but the nice. the key is you got to take them to the bathroom every fifteen minutes. Right, so you get them used to it. Yeah, and look, I it was a great relief, uh, I guess, literally for him and more figuratively for me that we got him to poop in the potty three times over the course of the weekend. Nice, great. and I was just like, great. 
because that's what I want. I don't want to clean up pee, but man, if I have to clean up shit, it's going to drive me crazy. He can't <laughs> fit on the adult toilet. No, there's a little seat that you put on top there's of it. There's a seat. So do you have to lift him up to put him on there? Mm -hmm. so well, there's a stool that he can, but we're we're doing the step of just using the potty first. Then okay. there's, you know, get your, you take your pants down, get yourself on the potty. Yeah. And... God bless the ladies at his preschool because uh, this it's their problem now. I uh, had plenty of time to do the black cast wow. because I'm not leaving my wife home with both two-month-old Lucy and, of course, uh, potty training Felix. I don't he, know. Continue. No, and so it, it it became their problem. And here's the thing. They're well-versed in it. I was talking to his teacher, and you were doing the approach where you don't wear underwear because if you do, it feels like a diaper, and then you might think you just go in it. And she's like, oh, we did we did commando with one of the other kids. Don't worry about it. So it's like she's got it done. So we take them every 20 minutes. I'm like, man, I kind of want to go to preschool. You right. know, it's Look. just like you got snack time. You got play time. You get nap time. You don't even have to pull your underwear off. No, you don't. Have to, some lady will do it for home. you. Just yeah. Go, just uh, what were you going to ask, William? Oh, I don't know why, but when you said potty training, my mind immediately went to uh, the new baby, and I was like, wow, you're, doing, you're getting on that quick. Yeah, that's me too. I, yeah, was, I was like, like wow, you really handled here, that here, shit. Here's the, here, here's the thing. If I could get her potty, and look, girls are smarter. They do it faster. Yeah. Maybe next month when she's three months or four months or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, but then the other thing, like, Lucy has kind of settled into her own. She was born a little early. She's two months. She's finally normalizing a little bit. She's uh, gained the right amount of weight where we you know, we're a little bit less worried about her. And uh, she had her surgery uh, at month one. So yeah. now we're a whole month removed from that. Uh, she still has this uh, stent in her nose that has to get taken out in the near future. So, there, you know, there's some issues, but it's more like the legitimate concerns. And, uh, you know, it, it's a little bit more manageable. But, boy, when you have both of them, they do not cooperate. They're <laughs> going to both have problems at the same moment. It's not like... Okay, now that my big brother is gone to take a nap, now is when I will ask to eat. Sure, no problem, Daddy. Sorry, you're not getting a nap. But uh, So it takes a lot of time. There's very little time during the day for when it's the weekend and it's just the two of us and them. Uh, it's kind of all-encompassing. And yeah. this past weekend with the potty training and you're supposed to take a couple outings. So on the first day, we went to uh, Boston Market. And it's one of his favorite restaurants. And to uh, use the potty duh. at the Boston Market. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's not fucking Philly Market. It's yeah. Boston Market. God not, damn it. It's not filled with queers trying to destroy the place. <laughs> hey, you're not going to set Boston Market on fire. That's Go over to Philly's best. You set those bastards on fire. But anyway, so, uh, and he loves the food and he was so excited. He forgot to tell us that he had to pee. So then we're like, oh boy. So that was our, that was our one public accident. Okay. And uh, then we went to Bob's Big Boy the next day, and uh, that went well. So it's just, uh, it's you got to be vigilant. And so you gotta you're keep supposed to take them to places? Well, only one outing for about an hour. Like, you shouldn't be out of the house for too long uh, the first day. To yeah. encourage them to... To just be comfortable sitting and doing what they normally would and just know that, like, going to the potty is not such a big deal. It's just like, oh, hey, by the way, I got to... He is not telling us that he has to pee. Uh, but we're also making him do it so often. But the first time that he had to poo, he like ran to the bathroom himself. And I'm like, oh, do you have to go poo? He's like, yeah. So we're like, great. All right. Get you in know, there. You know that. Because I think he understands. And the, actually, that was the second time. Because the first time, he's very upset. 
he's crying. He's going to listen to this when he's in his 20s. Like, yeah. he can't be told these fucking stories. Yeah. He's like, this <laughs> isn't fucking true. No, this is true. No, 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 he's gonna hashtag text, fake news. I was he's going to text you when you're in your bed. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Sorry, Felix. <laughs> We're have, be sitting down to do, to do a show about South Park season 43. Yeah. Uh, but in, in any case, <laughs> he's... So he... And he's like, he's crying. He just wants... He's like, put on the diaper. And I'm like, oh, because he knew he knew that it was coming out. But he just is like, I don't want to do it in the potty. He's like, I just do it in the diaper. That's our thing. We've been doing that for two and a half years. Why do we have to change it now? You are not wearing the diaper. Yeah, that's what you I told him. There's no diaper. There's no, di- no, di- di- there's no diaper. So anyway, uh, it's uh, gone reasonably well, but uh, it was exhausting. That yeah. first night when I put it to bed, I was just like... What did I do? What was all this? And it was, and by like, way, it's show, not just like, me; it's my wife. Example? Can you just like leave the bathroom door open? We were like, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pee," and just okay. like walk in there and pee. Funny thing about that: yeah. when I did that, when we went at Bob's Big Boy, he's like, "Daddy, pee first. I'm like, "Sure." And then he started to pee in his pants. I'm like, "Nope, that didn't work." Oh. So it was just a little bit, but yeah. I was like, "So I had to pick him up." I'm like, "No, no, no wait." So that Here's didn't my work. Question: Why can't you just talk to him like a rational adult? I would love to. Why do you oh have to talk God. to him like he's a child? I try to talk to him. I treat him like an adult. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That it. If you pee in your pants, you owe me twenty bucks. Correct. Yeah. Send him an invoice yeah. for rent. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And, and a dry cleaning fee. Yeah. And upholstery. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's a very rewarding experience when it goes well, but when you spend all day on it and you're like, God, I'm so tired. And it's funny because, you know, my wife and I, we like went to a movie before the weekend because okay. we're like, well, we're going to need, we're going to need this. And it's like, we should probably do something afterwards. And after uh, we're done here, black casting, I'm going to, uh, offer to bring home some, some food, something, you know, cause we still need a little bit of a treat, especially yes. before we uh, go. Shamrock Shake. Uh, it is time for Are Shamrock Shake. Are you waiting Shake. for St. Patrick's Day? No, I always get get a, get in one as soon as I can, okay. and then I want one on St. Patrick's Day. But right. a lot of times they've run out of the green dye by St. Patrick's <sighs> Day. Carry, so. keep, keep your own. Just squirt it in there. Keep <sighs> like, I have the shake, and I'll bring my own. I'll bring my own. <laughs> that's not a bad idea. Uh, anyway, so uh, that's what's been going on with me. It's a little I'm different. A problem solver. Yes. Hey, I see problems. I solve them. Thank God. Same Somebody thing with the potty training. Let, let me get a, like a couple of drips of the good stuff yeah. on that. So, uh, <laughs> absinthe. Put, the abs- put and, some absinthe. Such is life when you're uh, 42. Uh, but uh, at the same time, we had long discussed planning some minor celebration. Yes. And we're going to do it. With the most responsible adult that we know, David Bujenski, we're going to have a little uh, a little uh, powwow with our friend Liev. Now, I don't know if you guys know this. When we saw him down at Big Shots quite some time ago, he was going to do the 58 Days Sober right, right after that. That's right. He did not. Of course not. But he's doing it now. Uh-huh. So we want to have like trying a, to do it now. Has he not succeeded? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. As far as I know, he has succeeded. Yeah, I, I guess that was mean of me to say, but I'm how, just being realistic about how many him. days did he make it the first time? And how many days has I, he made it? I, now? I believe the first time he made it zero days. I don't even think he tried the next oh, day. Like okay. he was supposed. He kept like putting it off, and then I guess he was like, "All right." And he clearly put it like, "Well, after I go to Nashville for this and Vegas for that, he's like, when I get home, I'm going to do it." Uh, because he's like not maybe 10 days in now. I, I don't quite know. So it's not necessarily the Bajenski that we want uh, where we'll see him make all kinds of uh, you know ridiculous uh, drunken mistakes. But, I mean, I guess we could go gambling with him because he still has that vice. <laughs> but I'm not quite sure what, what we do. So it's like... Why don't we just go to I'm... Caro's, have a nice dinner... <laughs> 
Um, maybe catch an early an early matinee. Okay. Um, come home. We could uh, we could we could have a a cocktail. Right. Bujanski can abstain. We can have a drink. Yeah. Maybe we, we can just watch retire some early. Third wave feminist uh, oh, monologues. Oh, love and watch. Yeah. Yeah. The vagina. Vagina monologues. <laughs> and then retire at like ten. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking more <laughs> afternoon. I'm thinking like early afternoon. We're gonna, uh, we're you know, and then that's gonna be the real question. Is it? It's it's more of like like champagne brunch is mm. what I was thinking. But I then see. I thought it was gonna I rage see. on through the afternoon. I love brunch. And w- while we would rage through, you know, and we would crush thirty packs of course yeah. light. Oh, so I don't think boy. that's gonna happen now. Here's what we should do. We should set the tone early. We should get there. Uh, tell him that we respect his decision not to drink, and then all shotgun a beer in front of him. In fr- well, duh! Right then, <laughs> as soon as we're like, well, we really respect that. I mean, that's the sort of thing I've thought of. I'm like, can we peer pressure him? And I feel like, do you no, want to? I don't do necessarily you want, to be want to. For breaking his attempt to not drink because of 50 people who were killed. Um, I don't See, want. See when I phrase it in those I, words, I it kind of makes you be like, "Well, that's I don't sorta. want to." Yeah. But would I consider it a great accomplishment? Maybe, maybe. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I would. I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> Uh, Don't use the deaths of these poor people. Too. It has nothing to do with the deaths of poor people. It has everything to do with uh, Bujanski, who should have done it months ago you know, I mean, when you he sh- promised to do it. And then it wouldn't impact me. Yeah. <laughs> the problem <laughs> with this is that it affects yeah. my life. Right. Uh, right. So, Damn it. And, and then here's the question. like, Do, do we go to Hermosa? If he's not going to drink, what do we get out of going to Hermosa? Exactly. Do we he make him come, come we should make him come to the valley. He absolutely it, should. Because he, he said he volunteered to be a designated to, driver. He, he so shouldn't have to go there. I feel like. Because then we'd have to pay for an expensive-ass Uber. Yeah, lift. and I also feel like, and Will's known this, we've talked about it, I'm going to make him be on the black cast as part of this. Right. And whether we use your home setup or I well, can convince can him to come here to Afterbus and just talk into it so it's yeah. like not as good quality, but if you want to get some like hard hitting on the scene yeah. reporting, some black cast reports, some black some real live black casting. Yes. We'll just take it with us to talk into the top of it. I have, uh, I think I have my Zoom recorder too. I, I don't think I've got an SD card for it. I have, might have a small one. Yeah. 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 Okay. So we could have two recorders. So we have to figure out how to convince him to come to the Valley when we promising him alcohol is not going to help. Honestly, this is how you say, hey, it's my birthday. We've all we've, and this is not a lie. This is absolutely the truth. We've really wanted all of us to be able to hang out. Yes. We know you're not drinking. So rather than try to come to Hermosa to like pressure you into do it, it would be great if you'd be willing to drive to the Valley because you will be sober. That way we don't have to pay for an expensive lift to go down because we're going to be shit-faced. Yeah. And we want you to be part of this thing. Like, we just want your company, and we're not going to try to pressure you into drinking. And part of that means it's helpful for you to not be in her mouth. Now, if I tell him you're going to wear a tank top, is that gonna? Is it all right if I can volunteer yeah. that? Because yes. obviously that's more likely it's to it's get... It's been cold. If it's this cold again, I won't be it, I, And by the way, it's like people make fun of L.A. for like how cold it is. Uh, you know, where like how we, ta- how we talk about the cold. And yesterday when we uh, took Felix out wearing, you know, pants, but no underwear or diaper or anything. Yeah. The the walk to Bob's Big Boy when it was like, you know, 49 degrees. Have you walked uh, there from your house? Well, it's it's not that far from where we live right. if you think about it. But uh, yeah, it was like, oh, it was windy. Yeah. And he doesn't doesn't like the windy as he found when we were in New York and okay. he would yell at me all the time. As, I don't like the windy. I'm like, all right, well, who does? Don't you know? try it. You know who does like the windy? Who's Lucy. That? Lucy. Well, that windy. Yes. W-I-N-D-I. That's Thank right. you, Will, for the callback. <laughs> she, uh, I don't even know if she likes it, but she appreciates it. Of course. It. She appreciates the windy. Yeah. 
Uh, so, yeah, and it was, like, legitimately cold. A, a friend of mine was commenting about it on Facebook that it was, like, you know, 40 degrees is kind of where he draws the line, where he's like, yeah, I think I'm allowed to complain now. Uh-huh. And so his friends in Cleveland were like, ah, it was 60 degrees this weekend. I'm like, yeah, but you live in Cleveland, so, right. you know, <laughs> it's not much of a trade-off. It was funny that you say this. Just last night, Natasha and I were walking to go get dinner, and uh, on the walk back, she was like, this is, like, Massachusetts in, like, fall or something. I was like... Yeah. yeah. She's like, I could do that. That's fine. I could deal with that. I was like, so you think that not even close to the coldest day, yeah. that's your gauge for how ready you are for this place? <laughs> like, that's what I straight up said to her. That's the fall, not the winter. Yeah. I yeah. was like, I was like, that's like saying, like, hey, you know, I just learned how to doggy paddle. Drop me in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. I got this button. <laughs> like, yeah, and I'll the interesting back. thing is that obviously, you know, growing up in New York and even going there for Christmases for the first few years that I lived here, I've encountered plenty of cold. The coldest I ever was was in Boston. It was five degrees. Was the air temperature? It's not the wind chill. And, and you know, you hit the little button on the car for what the outside temperature is. You're like, it's five. All right, well, I can manage that. And you get outside, and you're like. I think I'm going back in the car, and I'm not going where because you know, we would have to park on the street and walk somewhere. I'm like, do we really want to do that, or do you just want to yeah, go back to your house and drink? And that's the coldest I've, I've ever felt. It's like literally like bone-chilling cold. Oh, now, yeah. I don't feel that in Los Angeles ever, but I'm much softer than I used to be. It was in like in 2004, uh, 2003 into four that that winter was like one of the coldest in Boston uh, like in a while. And it was into the negative, uh, when the negative factor to the point where they had to close my high school down for a day because the heaters in this brand new high school couldn't keep up with how cold it was outside. So they're like, ah, fuck it, we'll just close down for the day. And we had to play a hockey game that night in uh, at Phillips Andover, and one of the walls of their arena is literally just chicken wire. So it was basically Whoa. like negative ten degrees playing hockey. When it's like in hockey, when you're playing, you're sweating like like a motherfucker. Like it's, when you take your pads off, you're just drenched. It was so cold that like my feet hurt while fully dressed and playing in the middle of this game. Like it was so cold you couldn't even warm up when covered in layers and layers of padding and like exerting yourself to the fullest degree to the point where literally uh, at least one kid from the other team had to get taken out in an ambulance because it's like we hit him really hard and then like in the cold that just makes it that, that much, much worse. worse and he like did not get up so you're saying that you know that natasha aka agent romanoff not ready to uh spend no. a full year in massachusetts then yeah, it's like anytime you feel really cold and then you hear that that's like fall what you should hear is like this is how it's gonna be for like close to half the year yeah and this is not what you should look at as like a bad day. These are the days you should be like, you will be hoping for. That's yeah. that's the sad. Like when it becomes 40 again, come spring, after it's been like 10 degrees in February, <laughs> you're like, oh, it's a fucking heat wave. Yeah. 40. Yeah. Like when this becomes like a, a respite from yeah. the cold, that's when you'll know you're ready for, right. for Boston. Well, like 40 in L.A. prepares you to basically move to like Seattle or Portland, yeah. you know, where it's like, yeah, it doesn't get hot, hot, and it doesn't get much colder than that. And you're like, all right, can you hack that? Great. Move to one of those places. But uh, yeah, yeah, not for. You're not, not moving for, to, to uh, North Dakota or anything. You're not moving to Fargo after yeah. living yeah. in Los Angeles. By the way, I, I was in Minneapolis, St. Paul for a wedding once. It was the beginning of May. And I, it wasn't as cold as that day in Boston. But keep in mind, it's the beginning of May. And uh, it was so cold outside. In St. Paul, 
the buildings in downtown are all connected by these like skyways so that you don't have to go outside uh, almost ever uh, except to go to White Castle which I did but other than that uh, you know it's it's like I'm like it's a whole way of life it's like you know you see like future you know science fiction the future city with all the tunnels and then like I don't think I want that the Mall of America is just like a regular place and then they're like well let's close it all in because it's cold as shit yeah here. it's like <laughs> and there's there's three gaps because uh, maybe you don't want to walk that far to, to get to the gap and, and all that anyway so we're not going to the Mall of America with Pujensky no. but uh, so I feel like Jeff Jeff, are you on board for us trying to get him to come to the valley? Hell yeah, I I think it, I think it, it's definitely doable if you if you give him some reason like there's an event or something like mm. oh we've got this party planned and like we really want you to come we'd really like to see you plus you can all invite his like girlfriend or whatever maybe uh, we'd like to meet her I yeah. mean I, I don't know her at all um, you know I, if I have anything to compare her to anything from his past I think no. we met her that night. Oh, yeah, that's right. We met a lot of people that night, but yeah. we did meet his girlfriend, and I asked if that was his girlfriend. He's like, well, I don't know. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, it's yeah. like, well, I don't know. Maybe I think she hates me now or something. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think you could get him to something that comes across a little bit more like not family-themed, but more like, oh, it's just like the boys rather than like, we're going to go get fucking well, shit-faced. Yeah, we're, we're not going to dames and games and uh, <sighs> drinking beers in the parking lot, but once he's <laughs> off the wagon, actually, Jeff can't go to dames and games anymore. Yeah. I think by now you could because, probably as I've theorized on the Black Hats before, Miriam's probably how, dead. How great would it be if I like showed up and she was like, I told you not to come <laughs> around here again! It's like, oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, JJ's I've been, still there. I've been, who's that? JJ? JJ? Oh, that's the other dames and games but i'm sure she's still there different dame different game bro um i remember i convinced you one night to text jj and uh, (laughs) you did not hear back did you no you just said hey right yeah Yeah. and uh nothing nothing all right one day you might get something out of the blue who's who dis who dis new phone who um i remember when we had interviewed some porn stars for like a radio show years ago they were talking about how they like text with people like as a service basically like you pay to like get to text with them like dirty shit and it was just like why would you do that like you could literally do that with a bot and i would imagine it to be like the same level of satisfying like you're texting with somebody yeah that's not exciting like, the texting what is it, what it's meant to lead up to is the exciting right. part. you know who you're texting to and like and the things that they say, I imagine it would be like individualized. Yeah, but you, JJ could hand her phone to Jeff, and then Jeff can do the texting service for so the day. So long as they think they know who they're talking. Right. That's what I, now, if you're gonna pay to like Facetime, I'll, all right, I get that. I, yeah. You know, maybe I'm in JJ if you're listening, because I know she's a fan. <laughs> Remember, she she asked if she could be compensated because yeah. I wanted her to be on the you podcast. Pay her. I, I should have asked how much. Do you think it would have been like a hundred bucks? Probably. Yeah, we probably could have. Back in those days when I, I made money. We yeah. were swimming in money there. We kind of, well, money. you know, there there was at least some money. I was. I was very rich. You were very rich. I know, yes. I know what you made. I, had, <laughs> I remember having a job. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> All the time. Uh, you know, speaking of which, uh, people probably uh, have noticed that uh, Will Sterling and I no longer joined at the hip for Red Circle Sports. No. I miss seeing you every week. Do you? Yeah, because, uh, you know, you we came don't. came to Podcast One and you were like, oh, there's a friendly the, Yeah. And Katie's there. I, I, but not when you go and you have to work on President's Day. Katie wasn't there. Oh, that's right. Uh, and Sean's a nice guy. He has a good sports background. Dennis uh, seems to like him. Seems more appropriate for Dennis's show. You're right. Probably who they should have picked in the first place. Correct. Yeah. But, but I was picked because I already had, and I got that. Like getting the show off the ground, like, yeah, you already know Dennis. I'm like, yeah, yeah it makes sense. Yeah. But then when he was like, hey, can you do all this stuff? I was like, I don't freaking yeah. even know any of this. Stuff. I don't know any of this stuff. And yeah. I also <laughs> have eight podcasts. What do you want you to do? Like s- stories and highlights and scores like, and different things. Knowing what like, the. Uh, 
important stories are in the sports world. Yeah, like if you no. were to look at what Sean sends him, it's you know fairly. I mean, some of it's obvious, and then some of it's like, oh, he found some good stuff. I didn't, I didn't know this, and yeah. you know, it's uh, you know, like when we were covering the Olympics. I was not watching the Olympics, so I was. I really appreciated so it. He goes on Deadspin, and um, I think he goes on Deadspin, ESPN. I think he goes a lot of places because the links are to a lot of different sources. Yeah. Well, so. I'm just like I remember doing sports. Sure. Oh yeah, because yeah. you did uh, Fox Sports, yeah, right? You basically, yeah. just go on Deadspin and yeah. like a couple places, and they have all your stories. Yeah. Look, when I produced the Dennis Miller Show, I used to go on Real Clear Politics yeah. and the Drudge Report. Real Clear Politics was, is where we got most of our sound bites yeah. in the morning. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, so, that's where I got most of my sound bites. Well, where did Ken get the sound bites? I'm not sure. <laughs> Daily Mail, I think. Possibly. Yeah, uh, but anyway, so I, I miss uh, seeing Will, uh, and that, that was kind of fun. It was like a very mini. That like, first day was like kind of surreal. It was yeah, like, I know you posted on Instagram. It yeah. was like it was like we got the gang back together, or at least part of the gang. Yeah. Uh, no Ken, no Bajensky, no Jeff, but that's you know, true. no Salmon, but. Uh, that's all right. Listen, Salmon was really the thing that was missing. Yeah, but here's the thing. As a result of that, Dennis texted me. He's like, did you reactivate my Twitter? I'm like, yeah, you told me I could. And he was, But he asked because he wanted to have the password. I saw his tweet. And so he's tweeting. I saw it. For the first time in like three years or yeah. two years, I think. I saw you like a tweet from him. So that's like, I decided to use Twitter again. Yeah, yeah that's what it was. <laughs> I was just like, uh, yeah. So... You know, Jeff, you had talked about uh, giving a listen to Red Circle Sports and uh, giving your yet. honest I critique. I really want to. I haven't yet. That's one I've failed on. I should have listened to that. But that's all right. There... Dale listens to episodes two and three. But sports, old sports. Je- yeah. Je- Je- Jeff's what's... writing down right now. What? Only listen to episodes two and three. Only two and three. No, no. Two and three are uh, Dennis. He couldn't get into his house, so he had to do it on cell phone. It Excellent. did not sound strong. <laughs> but the first one was good, and uh, the Super Bowl one. I think we were in a good place. Um, and I'm trying to think. Uh, there, there were there were some good ones. There were good guests along the way. Uh, some, you know, not the best guests, but uh, he had interesting conversations with them, mm-hmm. and it's fun. I uh, I have fun doing it. Um, you know, I'd I'd love to be busier so that I couldn't do it. You know, but it's still fun. <laughs> yeah. To uh, yeah, because uh, Dennis and I were going to be doing something else that uh, doesn't seem to be materializing, but uh, there, you know, maybe maybe later in the year something will come up. But uh, yeah, I was expecting to be really busy right now. Right. Uh, I was gonna, you know, I had my big paternity leave from the Blackcast uh, planned out, and wow. you guys were nice enough to uh, record an episode, and uh, you know, s- still have some content that I can post in a week where all of a sudden I'm scrambling. But uh, yeah, I got a lot of time. Is for not working, which is crazy because I'm talking about how I have no time. So I don't know how two <laughs> people with jobs have two kids. I don't. Uh, no. Yeah. And, you know, look, I, I have a lot of shows and stuff that I do, but it doesn't take up that much time. And uh, Red Circle Sports does not take up that much of my day. You know? spend more time in the car going to it. Uh, I I do. Between yeah. there and back, I actually do. Yeah, because yeah, the show, some weeks has been 42 minutes. It's usually about an hour, though. Yeah. And, yeah, it takes me 40 minutes to get there. So, uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, so uh, more time in the car. You know what? I'm going to start doing the black cast in the car while I drive there. Call us. Y- yeah, just let, yeah, get phone. you guys all to, to be on with me. Here's what my episode of uh, Car Blackcast would sound like. Welcome to motherfucker, <laughs> motherfucker, learn how to drive. <laughs> and Natasha's crying. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, he spilled my, his beer. My episode of that in the car would be uh, like when Coltrane was on. Like Coltrane, you driving? And it's like, <laughs> nope. 
Can we know that you're in the fucking and, car? And by the way, that was Blackcast 250. That was that was a landmark. And uh, some point this year, I, unless uh, I more successfully alienate you guys, uh, we should get the Blackcast 300. Wow. Now that's just crazy. Listen, you almost alienated Jeff by talking about about his Patriots. Yeah. <laughs> well, it wasn't even that. It was his, you it was have his Facebook to watch. Post. What you say about it, Batman the Animated Series? <laughs> we have to pick something else. <laughs> the Chargers, because you're such a huge Charger fan. That's it, Philip Rivers. Uh, <laughs> That's it. By the way, you know knowing the quarterback of the Patriots, I mean of the of the Chargers, well, that's like the only fucking person that I know. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> He's been around since what, 2005. Yeah, so that makes it easier. When, Gummin, when he was, I know that he doesn't swear. Right, well, that guy like, who was around when I was there in high school, he still plays. Let's, right? let's put it a different way. Do you know anybody who's on the San Diego Padres right now? Jeff, do you know anybody who's on the San Diego Padres? Say right a now? single name. Uh, Eric Hosmer signed like an eight-year oh, contract, really? so I know him oh, for like a, like an insane, oh, insane contract. Yeah. I just mix, mistook in my head immediately uh, Hosmer with uh, Gagne, and I was about to say Seth He's Rogen been... signed with <laughs> the Padres. <laughs> Gagne has been around for a while. Uh, anyway, uh, stay tuned to the Blackcast. We will let you know about our uh, fun the afternoon with Pujenski. It'll be recorded in some way. Uh, we'll figure out what the venue is. But if he comes to the Valley, I, I'm just inclined. I want to try to make him come to AfterBuzz and sit at a desk and be focused. And he's not going to be drinking. So that's going to take a little bit of the fun away. I will absolutely be drinking. Oh, I know. You're drinking now in preparation for it. Yeah. Um, I will have uh, some beers. Okay. I will probably have no liquor, though. Because, really? Uh, so, I, so your goal was never to get, like, fucking shit-faced. Well, originally, in yes. Hermosa, yes. No, but but if it's not in Hermosa, it's just Now that Brzezinski's not drinking, I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to try and function and yeah. not be shit-faced for when I do Star Trek Weekly that night. You know, so Sunday I see night, you have to yeah. sober up a little uh, bit by ten. You could be like me when we went out for St. Patrick's Day that one time Ooh. a couple of years ago to Big yeah, Wings. That was fun. Yeah, and then we got Jack in the Box afterward. Yeah, and I went to work at the gym. Yeah, and I was fucking hammered. <laughs> and I hey, just, well, how did you get to the gym from just, uh, from Jack in the Box? I just I drove. Okay, good. I, I just want to make sure. You're... Listen, this is a former me, Christian. I was yeah. unhappy. Yeah, uh -huh. that's true. I was in a By the way, place. you were unhappy. <laughs> you know, you, the motivation report was a lot for you. It helped motivate you yes, to uh, make some changes. Yes, it did. So if I can do it, you can do it. If I can sit in the chair in the locker room and watch the TV, drink a little cup of water out of styrofoam, take deep breaths, and think to myself, how the fuck am I going to do this? Get up, get behind the counter, and no one apparently knew. You can do it. Um, I, Jeff, you don't really drink, drink though. I'm not saying you never drink, but you don't get drunk, right? That's, like, kind of not your thing. I'm not, not nowadays, no. So can we only have Will get drunk? Will that be fun? Oh, damn it. We no, can. me. If you want, I, I can totally stay it'll, sober. It'll be me. like the Oscars all over again. No, I don't but, well, so I have to be totally sober, or can, should I just not drink? No, you could do, oh, you can, you can do whatever you want. If you want to bring shrooms, that's... I could actually do that, probably. Please do. Oh, okay. You want to see me straight trip on... Yeah. We could trip on shrooms together. Uh, you guys were so <laughs> great with can that we talk? like, hey, David is sober. <laughs> and you guys are tripping balls. <laughs> you guys were gonna do that not that long yeah, ago. We talked about it. Yeah, a bit. you were gonna go out I to Joshua Tree, right? I'm interested in trying. Yeah. I feel like that point in my life has passed now that I have two kids. But God, I'd love to watch you guys on shrooms here in this booth. No, what in Joshua Tree. Out? In Joshua oh, okay. Tree, that would be pretty great. But. Uh, all right, so uh, we're putting it together. We're formulating a plan. So now you need to tune in to see what happens or happened if it turns out to be one of those ones where 
Uh, we just have to recap it. Bujanski wouldn't go on Mike as Cactus Dave, but uh, <laughs> Cactus Dave. That's his big character. Yeah. Yeah. I get updates from my Facebook for when I posted links to the Black Cast over the years, and I'm reminded of things like Cactus Dave. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that like Bujanski left the Black Cast and was on like the next four episodes for various reasons. So, uh, you know, the good old days. But Cowboy Dave. It'll be good to catch up with him. Yeah. I think it was Cowboy Dave. He wasn't Cactus Dave. Yeah, but we we insisted on Cactus Dave because it was better. I preferred Cactus Dave. Yeah. Anyway, we'll hang out with Cowboy Dave and uh, hope that everybody hangs out with us as well uh and you can hopefully hear all about that next time on the Blackcast. but i shouldn't have said that because what i need to do is promote jeff's twitter <laughs> because we need to get people following jeff get at jeff duray yeah. and people can get as upset about Talk. fake book titles as <laughs> as his girlfriend's sister about his best-selling novel what is it talk less suck more dick. yeah t- <laughs> talk less suck more dick a guide to love in the new, new millennium a, a young woman's guide to love in the new millennium thank you for Question. stressing good here's the thing what what let's find out right now how many followers am i at Let's do it. All right. You because know? I want to set. I'll set a, a goal. If we can reach goal. a certain level of followers, I'll start tweeting daily. You're gonna oh need my to gosh. get the bots like Coltrane. What if you got? But and not like just retweets. 000. Like I'll I'll tweet something genuine every day. I love that idea. That you, you know, I don't even. I don't even. Uh, all right, two hundred and seventy-two followers. So three hundred. Make it easy. Yeah. yeah. That's come on. There are definitely twenty-eight of you listening to the Blackcast who are. By the way, that might be. All that's listening to the podcast, but there are 28 of you <laughs> who don't follow Jeff, or at least who, one of you who's willing to make 27 fake email accounts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's true. That's the yeah. least they can do. <laughs> that is the least they can do. Yeah. So, uh, in any case, although you've kind of, uh, yeah, look at you. All right, there you go. We've got uh, some good Blackcast retweets from uh, at Jeff Duray, and uh, you can uh, give him feedback. On all sorts of things, all of the yeah. points that he made here this week on the Blackcast and in Blackcast's past. And future. And you can also follow at Will Sterling underscore. Yes. And Motivation Report can be found. MotivationReport.com. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts, Facebook.com slash Motivation Report. And on Twitter at Motivate Report. Use hashtag The Motivation Report. We're talking about the show. Talk about the show. And uh, I'm at Christian DMZ, Twitter and Instagram. And I'm all over After Buzz TV. Sunday nights, I talk Star Trek. Mondays, it's Marvel TV. Tuesday, it's a Trump Report. Wednesday, it is indeed South Park Weekly. And uh, then I rest for a few days. But uh, that's usually the end of the week is when the podcast comes out. Why so, don't you just buy this whole studio? Uh, I hosting can, all of the I shows. I cannot afford it, and there are a lot more shows. They do like 300 shows a week, or at least 250, I think. You could do like 200. So can I do Project One Runway? Yeah. I would need to I watch it. I thought that you were going to. Well, I could. My co-host from Marvel TV Weekly actually does uh, uh, Project so Runway. You can cross between superheroes and fashion? <laughs> yeah, I could talk about the fashion of superheroes. This is a new Hell show. Yeah. Maybe do an episode of the Blackcast on that. We talked about new costumes, costumes on Blackcast yeah. 252. Let's just talk about overall costumes. All the different Kitty Pride costumes. I do do a whole show on that. Her sprite costume, which uh, no, the aerial costume is actually the the really bad one. If they don't give uh, uh, Jean Grey the old Miss Marvel outfit in the new Dark Phoenix movie, I'm gonna take a big I, shit. The I love the point, the pointy mask with the the short skirt. Yeah, yeah. Well, I do, but the Phoenix costume is one of the best costumes. It's just That's just, the green and gold one, right? The green and gold and then red when she's dark features. Yeah, right, right, yeah. right. And, uh, I mean, by the way, you know, we did do, if we're going to talk about it, we did do an entire episode about the Dark Phoenix saga, uh, myself. I have those issues, have not read them yet. I'm, I am three issues away from catching up with my own comics. 
and then I have those to read. Yeah, and it's a it's a it's a quick read. We'll talk about it in the future. It's fine. Uh, Botcast two sixty five. We did a uh, full wrap up on the Dark Phoenix saga. If that sounds remotely interesting to you, then please check that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, if not, you you will not be won over by the topic. If you're like, I don't think I want to hear that. You do not want to hear that. But uh, if you might. Uh, check it out. Uh, and, but uh, we'll do more fun stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Jeff read uh, the Daredevil Born Again storyline. Mm-hmm. I'll sell you Christian's real name for a shot of heroin. Oh, man. Wow. It's dark. <laughs> and that's that's where we end it. <laughs> Find out about Jeff selling my name for everything he wanted me to do to get back to America. <laughs> <laughs> and Something that really happened to Karen Page in the comic yeah, books. The, and, oh, God. And, and then, by the way, uh, so that's 227 <laughs> by 235. Karen's fine. Mm-hmm. Everything's fine. Everything's good. She's, yeah, those, uh, those stag movies she was in. No, no, no. Don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Maybe you've seen some of my films. Every time she said that in those, I was just like, oh. It's yeah. Just, yeah. I, it'd be interesting. I'm, I'm pretty sure the TV show is not going there, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, anyway, uh, you'll hear about uh, all of our fun celebrations and uh, all sorts of other things next time on the Blackcast. Even when I'm determined for it to be an hour, it's still an hour and ten minutes. When I'm like, it's going to be an hour, we're going to be done. It's an hour and ten minutes.